a television superstar. Beloved for his role as Chandler Bing in the TV show Friends, he battled substance abuse throughout his career. Matthew Perry found dead at his home last weekend. He was only 54 years old. It's a peculiar phenomenon. Some of the funniest and seemingly happy actors have had tragic deaths. This is now true of Matthew Perry. He was quite vocal about his problems with drugs and alcohol during the filming of Friends. He went to rehab countless times. In his memoir, Perry wrote about a desperate prayer asking God to save him from addiction. Tragically, he was found in his hot tub last Saturday. The autopsy report was inconclusive. Friends and family will have to wait to learn more. Meanwhile, messages coming from around the world acknowledging the great pain now that Perry is gone. Whatever the circumstances behind his death, my prayer is that Matthew Perry died believing in Jesus Christ. Welcome to Haven Today. You're on the very first day of November. I'm Charles Morris, sharing the great story that's all about Jesus. And today, we're continuing a series that we started on Monday called Johnny Cash, Out of the Darkness. I keep a close watch on this heart of mine. I keep my eyes wide open all the time. I keep the ends out for the tie that binds. Because you're mine, I walk the line. Johnny Cash is known as one of the greatest musicians in American history, whether you like country and western or not. He sang that song, I Walk the Line, as a tribute of fidelity to his first wife, Vivian. But the longer he stayed on the road and away from his wife and four daughters, the more temptations he faced. Sadly, he became known as a womanizer. And he ended up having an affair with another well-known country artist in the 60s. Her name was June Carter, who wrote one of his hit songs. I fell into a burning ring of fire. I went down, 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 and the flames went higher. And it burns, 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 the ring of fire, the ring of fire. From walking the line into a ring of fire, Johnny Cash had a complicated life. I think it's one of the reasons why we sympathize with him. His life is reminiscent of ours. You may not have struggled with substance abuse. I bet you know someone who has. You may be in a happy marriage. If so, praise God for that. But we do know the difficulty of trying to walk the line. The difficulty of living a life that honors the Lord or following our sinful desires. Johnny Cash knew in his heart of hearts that he should be faithful to his wife. But he fell into temptation and into sin. And he would be the first to admit that before he came back to his childhood faith, he would admit he was the chief of sinners. In a moment, we're going to think more about this line written by the Apostle Paul, the chief of sinners, and how every Christian needs to be the first to admit this truth before a holy God. But we'll also think about how once we see this reality, we see Christ as our Savior, all the more, just like Johnny Cash did. After the program, I want to send you the new documentary called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. Hello, I'm Johnny Cash. Johnny told me I'm my happiest when I'm performing. 
But sometimes cash gets into trouble. It could solve fleeting. That's famous fleeting. He faced his worldliness and came out wanting to be right with God. Do you have any regrets about what you've done? I forgave myself. When God forgave me, I figured I'd better do it too. Some sounds from the new DVD about Johnny Cash that we have for your gift to the ministry. My wife and I were pleasantly surprised when we watched it a few days back. It's kind of interesting to see clips from his concerts and hear his music, but it's also such an honest film about his struggles with sin and his conversion later in life to Christ. I know you'll be blessed to watch this film. I think it's a great evangelistic tool because it clearly proclaims the gospel. Why don't you call us after the program? Would you please make a gift to this ministry? But ask for Johnny Cash, the DVD, The Redemption of an American Icon. You can watch the trailer after this program at haventoday.org, haventoday.org. Or you can call us at 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And remember, you can't find this DVD on Amazon or any online store. Now let's open with one of the most honest songs Johnny Cash ever recorded. Honest about his conversion. Honest about God's judgment. Honest about our need for Jesus. God's going to cut you down. You can run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Run on for a long time. Sooner or later, God to cut you down. Sooner or later, God to cut you down. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Tell him that God's gonna cut him down. Well, my goodness gracious, let me tell you the news. My head's been wet with the midnight dew. I've been down on bended knee, talking to the man from Galilee. He spoke to me with a voice so sweet. I thought I heard the shuffle of angels' feet. He called my name and my heart stood still. When he said, John, go do my will. Go tell that long-tongued liar. Go and tell that midnight rider. Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell him that God's gonna cut him down Tell him that God's gonna cut him down You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Sooner or later, gotta cut you down Well, you may throw you a rock Hide your hand Working in the dark against your fellow man But as sure as God made black and white What's done in the dark will be brought to the light You can run on for a long time Run on for a long time Run on for a long time Sooner or later gotta cut you down Sooner or later gotta cut you down Go tell that long-tongued liar Go and tell that midnight rider 
Tell the rambler, the gambler, the backbiter Tell them that God's gonna cut you down Tell them that God's gonna cut you down Tell them that God's gonna cut you down It wasn't released until after his death. This is Haven Today, Johnny Cash, Out of the Darkness, and that was God's Gonna Cut You Down. A low point in Johnny's life came in 1967. Johnny and his first wife, Vivian, had divorced the year before because of Johnny's habitual drug use and adultery, ripping apart their relationship. But losing his marriage didn't change Johnny Cash. He kept on abusing drugs. He was arrested in Georgia with a bag of prescription pills. He tried to bribe his way out of jail time. It didn't work. He spent the night behind bars. He was in a relationship with June Carter, but even she told him that something had to change about his substance abuse if their relationship was to continue. In an interview later in life, Johnny said, I was taking the pills for a while, and then the pills started taking me. This arrest and June's ultimatum would help Cash get clean. All that success, all the partying, all the money, all the fame, it's not real anymore. And uh, you start realizing what is real. We saw him at his lowest. But that is where he remembered that God was on his side. You know, Jesus doesn't say, clean up your life and come to me. He effectively says, come to me and I will clean your life up. At that moment of despair, he chose to get back up. There is a light. If you'll hang in there long enough, you will get through the tunnel. And that's exactly what Johnny Cash did. And uh, June, she said, you're dying, you know. You'll die if you don't if you don't get off of, the, off of the amphetamines and the sleeping pills. And I said, I know it, I will. And she said, I'll tell you what I'll do. I, um, I want to save your life. And I'll be here at this house every afternoon. And that way you can stay straight and look forward to seeing me. And we'll get this thing whipped. When he reached out to people that could help him, my mother was there. I was on self-destruct, and uh, she saw what I was doing to myself, and she helped bring me back up out of it. I thought he was going to die. He was just getting bone. I worked with him. There was something that just wouldn't let me give up. He's detoxing, and there's June. I can just see her, like, you'll have to come through me. Call it old-fashioned. Call it tough love. That's what you do. Without question, June Carter saved the life of Johnny Cash. She helped him to get off the pills, and she stood by his side. And June, her mother and daddy, and all my family and friends were downstairs sleeping in sleeping bags. It kept me going. They were praying together, and the Lord brought him through that. It was a spirit of, of the love of God that, uh, that made a survivor out of me. Not only a survivor, but a sustainer. A moment from the new documentary called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. Johnny would be the first to say he was the chief of sinners, but after a dramatic experience in a cave outside Chattanooga, Tennessee, Johnny was a redeemed sinner. Well, we're going to think more about this experience on tomorrow's program, but you may be wondering what life following Jesus looks like. Some are tempted to think that once you become a Christian, all your troubles are going to go away. You'll no longer have to struggle with sin. But you know what? That's not the Christian life. Sin is still around us. 
And that might make you a bit discouraged. It might lead you to doubt your salvation because you're still living with sin in your heart. And for somebody else, it might lead them to run away from Jesus, thinking they won't ever be good enough to follow him. Johnny Cash's testimony serves as a reminder that we do not need to be perfect. Only God is perfect. We don't need to be sinless because only God is sinless. We simply need to come to the Lord by faith. As the great hymn goes, nothing in my hands I bring, simply to thy cross I cling. Well, let's look at a passage in Scripture that speaks to this truth. Near the end of his life, Paul sent a couple of letters to his spiritual son, Timothy. You may know of Paul's life. He was a blasphemer. He was a persecutor of God's church. He was a Pharisee with a legalistic heart. He struggled with sin, just like Johnny Cash. But the difference was, Paul didn't know he struggled with sin. And that is a very dangerous position in which to be. But by God's grace, the Lord Jesus showed up, appearing to Paul, changing his life forever. Listen to how Paul describes the power of the gospel in his life. And in all believers, I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord, who has given me strength, that he considered me trustworthy, appointing me to his service. Even though I was once a blasphemer and a persecutor and a violent man, I was shown mercy because I acted in ignorance and unbelief. The grace of our Lord was poured out on me abundantly along with the faith and love that are in Christ Jesus. Here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Listen, listen to what Paul wrote. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners, of whom I am the worst. But for that very reason, I was shown mercy so that in me, the worst of sinners, Christ Jesus, might display his immense patience as an example for those who would believe in him and receive eternal life. Hear what Paul said about God's grace. It was poured out on me abundantly. Paul's sins were great, but God's grace was greater. Johnny Cash's sins were great, but God's grace was greater. Our sins are great. Do you know what comes next? (laughs) God's grace is greater. Salvation doesn't depend on you or me. If it did, we'd all be in big trouble, including the Apostle Paul. But as he wrote, faith and love are found in Christ Jesus. He is the one who gives faith to us by his grace. What he says next is so important. Please, please listen closely. You may have been betrayed by close friends, maybe even family members that you trusted have, have broken their trust with you through harsh words or terrible actions. But, but Jesus is your family. He's a family member who will never sin against you. The Lord is your friend. He's your savior to be trusted. Paul writing, here is a trustworthy saying that deserves full acceptance. Christ Jesus came into the world to save sinners. Take that statement to the bank and cash it. Jesus came to save sinners. Yes, even sinners like you and like me. And wow, 
I can't think of anything better than that. Johnny Cash was reminded of this message, and he returned to the faith that he heard in his childhood. He knew he was in need of saving. There was nothing he could do to save himself from the rock and roll lifestyle of country and western music on the road. Johnny was weak, but Jesus was strong. Listen to a little bit of Johnny sharing the love of Jesus with thousands of people. It's been about a year and a half or more since I've been around, but the past year or so has been a great healing time for me. And I thank God for you people and for all of the prayers that have gone up on my behalf. God has heard the prayers of all of you and mine. And I find that every day that I make my daily commitment to Him and don't break that commitment, and the day works beautifully if I put my will and make His will be my will. You know, there are one, about one out of every six people, maybe one out of every five people, are prone to be chemically dependent. Something I learned in my hospitalization. 60 million prescriptions of Valium dispensed in 1984 in this country. You can figure one out of six or 10 million of those were dispensed to people who are prone to be chemically dependent. That means if they continue to take that, I'm not going down on Valium especially, but if they continue to take a mood-altering drug, they can become addicted or habituated to it. Valium or the sleeping pills or the uppers or the pain pills, and it can happen quite innocently that we can become habituated to these things. The problem with Christians, the problem with me as a Christian was that, that the mood, the alteration of the mood vexes the spirit of communication and worship and commitment to God. And it's like anything else that can become between you and God as an idol to take the place of, of God. It becomes a God to you. It vexes the spirit of worship and communication and devotion to God. Everybody has to bottom out on it once they become addicted and habituated to it. I've heard people say that they felt so bad that uh, they thought they were going to die. I remember a time during my hospitalization that I felt so bad I was afraid I was going to live. I didn't want to feel that way anymore. And I thank God for bringing me out of it and putting me back up on my feet and bringing me back to do the thing I love to do most of all, sing a gospel song for you. That's Johnny Cash sharing a bit of his testimony at a Billy Graham crusade back in 1984. A year before Johnny spoke at that very crusade, he'd been in a car accident. He was given painkillers to help with discomfort. But as he shared, he found himself becoming addicted all over again. And by God's grace, Johnny was set free again like he had in the late 60s. And thankfully, didn't have to suffer long like he had in his earlier career. And that is why he was the first to admit his need for the Lord. When Johnny married June Carter in the late 60s, together they became a couple that was concerned with sharing the truth of the gospel with others. They would travel together, singing gospel songs, sharing about the hope that they had that was found in Christ. This speaks to the power of the gospel. It changes lives. 
If you think you're too far gone, let me plead with you today. Come to me, Jesus said. You may not be able to save yourself, and of course you can't, but I know who can. He is able to transform you from the chief of sinners to a redeemed sinner. You don't have to be perfect. Can't be. You simply have to cling to Christ Jesus in faith, and you will be forgiven, accepted, and loved. And it's my prayer today that you can confess, along with the Apostle Paul, Johnny Cash, and myself, Jesus Christ is my Lord. And for those who already trust in the Lord Jesus, take heart. Though we may still struggle with various sins, one day our battle with sin will end in eternal victory. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come Just as I am Though tossed about With many a conflict Many a doubt Fightings and fears Within, without O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Just as I am, Thou wilt receive, wilt welcome, pardon, cleanse, relieve. Because you promised, I believe, O Lamb of God, I come, I come. Just as I am without one plea, but that thy blood was shed for me, and that thou bidst me come to thee, O Lamb of God, I come. I come. Johnny Cash. Just as I am. He recorded that in a mother's hymn book. I've so enjoyed hearing Johnny Cash sing hymns this week. No wonder he's one of the most well-known musicians of the past 100 years. But Johnny was more than just a singer and a songwriter. He's an American icon. And in the new documentary about his life that we have for your gift to the ministry, you'll see his ups and you'll really see his downs. But you'll also really realize 
how his faith in Jesus Christ brought him hope. Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. It's one of the best feature-length documentaries I've seen in a long time. It's full of images and music from his iconic career. I also enjoyed hearing some of his children, as well as his sister, on this DVD. But most of all, I gained a new appreciation for his life and faith in Jesus. I think you will be as well. To see how God gave this broken man a chance to be redeemed. That's what we all need. And that's what we all have in Christ. So get in touch with us right now. Please make your gift to this listener-supported ministry. We'll send you the documentary on a DVD called Johnny Cash, The Redemption of an American Icon. Visit our website. Watch the trailer at haventoday.org. Haventoday.org. Or give us a call right now and make your gift and ask for the DVD. 800-65-HAVEN. 800-65-HAVEN. And remember, you can't find this DVD on Amazon or other online stores. And here's a suggestion. I've been saying it all week. This would be a great film to watch with friends and family who don't know Jesus yet. The gospel is clearly presented by pastor and evangelist Greg Laurie, who helped produce the film. Just as we go, if you wanted to, but didn't get your copy of Experience the Old Testament, 10 Stories of Deliverance, we still have the CD set and the digital download available for your gift as well. Ask about it when you call. Read about it when you go online. I'm Charles Morris. Thanks for joining me. Won't you come back again tomorrow? When again together, we're going to talk about Johnny Cash, but grace as we share the great story. It's all about Jesus here on Haven Today. Here for your encouragement and your walk with Jesus, I'm Charles Morris with Haven Ministries, inviting you to anchor your day in God's Word. Why do bad things happen to good people? It's one of the oldest questions known to mankind. Ink has been spilled, trees have been cut, trying to get to the heart of the matter. It's quite perplexing. I'm sorry to tell you, I won't have an answer for you over the next minute. But I do have hope when bad things happen to God's people. Why? Because it never catches God by surprise. In fact, he uses our suffering for our good. James 1.3 telling us that we should consider it joy when we face trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Our trials and suffering are used to strengthen us in our faith. We don't understand everything, but thankfully God does. Grow in your walk with Christ. Visit GetAnchor.com.